Few things are harder than the mission of raising your kids. At The Dad Project, we get experienced dads to reveal what's worked for them, offering practical, time-tested advice. Being a successful dad is tough, and we're here to help you get it done. Welcome to The Dad Project. In this episode of The Dad Project, Nathan Stanley discusses the importance of being encouraging to our children. Nathan works in organizational culture and strategy for a nonprofit in the Denver area. He and his wife have three children. This talk is going to be about how and why we should encourage our children. Vocabulary.com says encouraging someone is to give the courage and confidence to do something. In fact, the word encourage can be traced back uh, to mean giving someone strength or giving them the heart uh, to, to take heart in a situation. This is, uh, this is one of our many roles as dads, to help our children to be strong, to take heart, and to find the courage to face the battles that each one of them are going to face, the difficulties that each one of them will face in life. One of my favorite movies is uh, Lord of the Rings. And I, uh, I love this story because it's a story of encouragement. It's a story of seeing friends and those wiser than us coming in and, and encouraging people in the hardest times. Um, one of the scenes in the, first, uh, in the first book, The Fellowship of the Ring, Frodo wants to give up. And he tells Gandalf, this old wizard, uh, his advisor in a certain sense, he says, I, I wish this never happened to me. I wish I didn't have to be part of this, this, big, uh, this big epic that I'm a part of right now. Uh, But the wise old wizard replies, So do all who live to see such times. But that is not for us to decide. All we have to decide is what to do with the time that has been given. And these are words that us dads get to give to our sons. It is for us to encourage them, to speak into their lives, and to help them to do with their lives with the time that they've been given with our sons and our daughters. I want to give us three ways that us dads can better encourage our children. The first of these ways is believe in your kids. This does not mean that we believe that our kids can do anything or be anything, uh, but that we believe our kids uh, have certain gifting and certain abilities, plus the character that each one of them can form and the virtues that they can form in order to be great. Uh, We want to give our kids the knowledge that dad is proud of them. Uh, that no matter what, that we are proud of them, that we love them, and that we are there for them. I remember playing sports as a kid, and even though I wasn't the most athletic kid on the team, my dad believed in me and was proud of me, even if I missed the block or I played the game of my life. That this consistency of that belief that, that dad is proud of his kids, and that's, that's the attitude we should have towards our kids as well. Uh, do our kids know that, we, that they make us happy? Uh, That's one of the things that I constantly come back to with my children. Do my kids know that I am happy because of who they are? Uh, Not so much about what they do. I truly believe in them. And those are questions that all of us dads should ask. We want to have these relationships of trust with our kids. That's what we want to form over a lifetime. We can't wait for the day something difficult happens uh, or towards their teenage years, but that we got to be building trust from a very young age. My wife uh, and I have been uh, watching this, t- this TV series that's on uh, called This Is Us. The series presents a character of a dad who's a regular guy but is always there for his children. He is a heroic dad through and through. In one episode, his daughter 
who has low confidence, is uh, caught off guard by her dad videotaping her singing. She's applying for this uh, college to be uh, a singer and uh, to pursue music as a career. She's very low confidence in herself at this moment and gets very upset when she catches her dad videotaping her. But later she watches the videotape and she catches her dad's eyes in the mirrors. And just how in love he was, how proud he was of her, how much he believed in her. She later goes back to her dad and tells, tells him to never stop looking at her that way. Because in his gaze, she knew her true dignity. Uh, her, her, she knew how much her dad cared. This is the power of us showing our belief in our kids. The second powerful key is to be present to our kids. Uh, recently, my two-year-old daughter has started walking throughout the house, and when she finds something of mine, she brings it to mom, particularly when I'm at work, and says, Daddy, Daddy. She knows just by my very things around the house that that shows her that there's something that daddy, uh, daddy's ra- around. When I come home at night from work, she'll sit on the bench at the, at the kitchen table, and she will, she'll pat her ha- hand right next to me and, and to say, Sit down, Daddy. Sit down, Daddy. And uh, it's these simple ways of being present that we can that can go a long way with our kids. There's ways that we can do this. Uh, we need to make eye contact. Uh, this sounds easier than it is, especially on the days of our smartphones, or maybe there's another ding, or there's a work email that we didn't quite get to when we got home. Zig Ziglar once said, "You see, the basic problem is that most people, when they're working on the job, start thinking, you know, I really ought to be spending time at home." with my family. And then when they're at home with their family, they start thinking, I really ought to be out there working for my family. This is the problem that we have to face each and every day. We have to be present where we're at. When we're at home, we're all in. When we are at work, we're all in. And when we go home and our children need our presence, we're there. One of the simple tricks I use is I take the phone to my room and I put it there till a later part in the evening. I may check it later to catch up before going to bed, but when I get home, that phone is gone from my hand so that work can't find me. I'm there for my wife and for my children at that point. Another way that I do this is family dinner. Family dinner is a great way to be present to your kids. Get rid of phones, get rid of distractions. It's time to just be there as a family. Ask great questions. Ask about what was fun in their day. Ask the, what was hard. Uh, see, see if they heard any fun jokes. Have fun at dinner. Laugh. Uh, but to be truly present. We should have that fun and make that this time at home a very key necessity. Uh, we dads really have the ability to set the tone in our house. Uh, there's an analogy it uses, are you a thermostat or a thermometer? When you get home, do you set the tone? Uh, do you set the temperature in the room? Do you raise it to the level that a dad can raise it to? So be that thermostat that you can be by your presence. Uh, another way that you could do this by your presence is speak less and listen more. If we are present with our kids, they will take to us. Listening to their passions, what they are learning, who their favorite music group is, this is really what will help you connect more with your kids. Maybe you need to spend one-on-one time with each one of your kids and just get to know what they love, what they're passionate about, and just spend time listening to them. And then we need to remember with our kids, a minute can become an hour. Dr. Meg Meeker tells a story in her book, Hero, Being the Strong Father Your Children Need 
about a girl who told her that her father would spend hours talking to her at night before going to bed. When she asked her the dad about this, he was surprised. He told her he would go into her room at night and talk with her a bit, but stayed at most 15 minutes when it was long. But it just shows the impact of a father's presence. We will never regret giving time to our kids. We'll never regret this kind of time. The third powerful key is using our words to encourage them. Now, while belief is, is foundational and our presence has to be there, we also have to speak up. We live in a time where the parenting advice is to protect our kids from everything. I have a friend uh, of mine from Minnesota who calls this Zamboni parenting, uh, the way the Zamboni goes out on the ice before a hockey game and smooths it all out so that our our kids won't ever Im- be impacted by anything difficult. Everything will be smooth. Everything will be perfect. Well, while it's good to protect our children, we need to remember our goal is to raise them to be adults one day. And this requires that we speak words of encouragement and give them courage in the most difficult moments. We want to take on the attitude that that the author, Ken Blanchard, calls, we need to catch our kids doing things right. Dr. Carol Dweck wrote a book several years ago called Mindset. She determined that everyone has a tendency towards one of two mindsets, one being a fixed mindset, this is the way I am, I cannot change, or a growth mindset, I can learn from my mistakes and get better. One of the key differences is how one developed this mindset was how one was praised as a child. What she looked at was, was the child praised for their gifting, their skills, or ability, or were they praised for their character, their work, their effort, that they put into giving giving the task? The group that was praised for their character, work, and effort developed a growth mindset, while the group praised for their gifting, skills, and ability developed a fixed mindset. The fixed mindset group only wanted to do things they knew they were good at, while the growth mindset group wanted harder challenges each time. The growth mindset group was developing courage in the face of difficult moments. This, this is what true encouragement is all about. It's about giving that courage to our children to become the adults that they're called to be. There are many practical ways that we can praise with this, this growth mindset. My wife and I try to always find ways to, to do this. Uh, often I'll come home from work and hear about something one of the kids learned. Instead of saying something like, wow, you're really smart, I try to say something instead of, about, how did you learn that? Uh, tell, me, tell me about uh, how you studied that. And really try to reinforce the work, the effort, the character that they put into learning whatever the given subject was. Or when my four-year-old's building something new with his blocks, I praise him for his attentiveness, his creativity, his ability to think hard. Uh, This can take on many different ways, but the, the key is to look at the ways that we can praise our kids for their character, their effort, and their work that they put into something. This this will pay a huge dividend in the long runs. And then I also want to mention something about encouraging our kids in difficult moments. As our kids get older, they will realize that life is not always easy that life's not always fair. Uh, I remember being cut from the ninth grade basketball team. I was shattered. I remember being up in my room, sad, angry, and my dad coming up, knocking on the door, wanting to talk. Of course, I didn't want him to come in, but he found his way into the room. He sat next to me. He looked me in the eyes, and I can't remember exactly what he said, 
But before you knew it, I was back down with the family, having dinner with them, and my dad gave me courage to get back up and try again and realize maybe basketball wasn't the only thing in life. Uh, and I was able to really work through this. this is, these are the opportunities we dads have for our kids. We don't want to shy away from these moments, but really dive deeply into them. In the latest book, The Power of Moments by Chip and Dan Heath, he talks about that they talk about speaking words of wisdom in what they call the pits. This is what us dads get to do. When, when our children are going through the pits or the lows of their lives, we can speak these words of wisdom. And not only that, that low moment they'll get through, but it will actually be a moment that they'll see foundational in becoming who they're meant to be. As I close out this talk, I want to point to one of the greatest dads I know, my grandpa. He's 92 years old. My grandma and him had eight kids. There's a bunch of us grandkids and even close to 20 great-grandchildren at this point. He's a simple man, but everyone looks to him for advice and encouragement. It's not that he often says the most profound thing, but he truly, he truly believes in each person. And he knows how to be present. He knows how to listen. He knows to uh, when to add humor and give those simple words of encouragement that help all of us see uh, that the future is brighter. He's built a legacy on being a dad of encouragement. Each of us can build this legacy too. If we commit to being the dads who encourage, dads who speak words of wisdom and, and words of courage into our children's lives, dads that know how to teach our kids to be strong and have confidence, this will help our kids become the men and women they're supposed to be. Hey, thanks for listening to The Dad Project. If this talk was valuable to you, please go to our website at dadproject.net and make a voluntary one-time or recurring donation to help support our operations. Any amount helps. Catch you next time at The Dad Project.